London Property, home of Super Prime, where you can find informative, educational and entertaining content covering all aspects of property. Hello and welcome to the London Property Podcast. I'm your host Farnaz and today we're in conversation with Deborah Jennings and Michelle Harley, who set up Abode Bespoke Home in 2019, backed by their 25 years experience in helping high net worth individuals unpack and relocate. Hello, Deborah and Michelle. Hi. Hello there. So um, tell us about how it all began with you, Deborah. Okay, so I started out in private household many moons ago. I did 25 years, basically, um, working for high net worth individuals, taking care of their private lives and their private homes. Um, Some of my clients have multiple homes internationally, so they would allow me to go out um, to different countries and set up their beautiful homes for them, recruit and train their private household staff. And then from that point, um, I carried on doing PA work for them. So it might be something like... um, booking a private jet for a travel holiday or researching holidays for their families, sourcing um, specialist pieces of artwork or specialist pieces of furniture for their properties. Uh, Having done that for a number of years, five years ago, I decided to go freelance. Um, So I had a number of clients that I was using personally. One of those particular clients um, came on board with myself and I met Michelle actually at one of his properties in Surrey. Nice. So let's hear from Michelle and uh, how you got to this point of uh, starting the business with Deborah. Um, Yes. So I was a private PA also, but I was um, in private households for approximately 10 years. So a little bit less than Deborah. Um, But I moved around quite a lot with my husband and his job. So I know how hard it can be when you're relocating, especially with a young family. Um, When I met Deborah, I was working with a family in Cobham and then we decided to, well, they moved and we decided to set the business up on the back of their relocation back to Utah, which we really enjoyed. And we've had um, a lot of business from it since. So your business takes you to different places with your clients. So setting up a home um, for the same individual has got certain characteristics that they want to um, replicate in the different locations. So talk to us about some of that practicalities of Uh, unpacking, packing and relocating somebody? Okay, so prior to a a relocation, we will always go in and carry out what's called an inventory of the house. Um, That is kind of like an Excel sheet where we uh, take videos and photographs of every single piece of furniture, every single piece of artwork, what um, area of the property it's located in, measurements, height, etc., Um, of artwork. And then we reciprocate that in the new property. If the client is transitioning the furniture from one property to another, nine times out of 10, what generally happens is, particularly with high net worth who have multiple homes throughout the world, they keep their home, as an example, in London, fully furnished. They buy a new property somewhere like Dubai, Hong Kong, and we completely start from scratch. So we will refurbish that property for them, purchasing of new furniture, Um, You know, it might be something like an extra piece of artwork that needs to go in, but we set up completely from the tiniest things. So we start with a teaspoon up to the major items of furnishings like sofas, settees, beds, linens. We will purchase on behalf of the client and fully set that house up for them. 
So if they're used to finding something in particular in their bedside table, then, you know, those are the details that they can rely on you for. Absolutely. We would reciprocate exactly the same. So as an example, if you're in London and you've got a bedside table with your books and your personal belongings in, they like that set out a set way. We will absolutely replicate that in the new house in Dubai. And these are details that obviously, after all these years of experience, these are details that sometimes you will have to bring to the attention of the client that they might necessarily not know what to ask for. Yeah, we always do a pre-consultancy move with the client so that we can advise them what is necessary, particularly when it things, comes to things like storage. Obviously, houses have very different layouts, so we do floor plans um, for furnishings. Um, we will also um, offer experience in terms of storage and decluttering prior to them moving because there's no point taking rubbish with you when you go. Um, it depends on what the clients require. It's a very bespoke service. What we tend to find with our clients, we will be initially commissioned to do a relocation or an unpacking service. And from that, we get offered other opportunities with that particular client. That could be something like recruiting and training private household staff for their household or sourcing a luxury car or sourcing a luxury piece of furniture for them. So it, it extends on a regular basis. And making household manuals. Absolutely. So our household manuals is based on our concierge side of the business. We will go in and set budgets for the households, um, set up operational manuals so that the staff are completely aware of how the household is run, which is very, very important, particularly with the ultra high net worth. Some of these houses are 20,000 square feet. They work like clockwork and you need an array of people to manage that, be that trades, specific, specific fields, you know, as in plant room example. If someone's got a pool in a gymnasium area in a house, there are very specific needs of that plant room to be maintained on a daily daily um, basis. So those those staff need to know how to run and manage that. And uh, the, on on the financial side of things, setting up the budgets is is that something that uh, a client has asked you, or do you provide a service where you might actually address some of those expenses on an annual basis of how they could make them more efficient? Yeah, basically. So I do both. If it's a new build, they tend to um, ask us to start from scratch. So we would then set the budgets for them. Sometimes a client will already have a household that's been up and running for five, 10 years, and they might think that, you know, we're overspending here or things are not running as they wish it to. So they will commission me to go in carry out reports. So I will go into a property for a number of days over a period of time and observe how the staff work, how the operational side of it is working, certainly how the financials are run, report back to them on my uh, findings, whether the client then acts on those findings is purely down to the client. But yeah, that is a service that we offer. Or we will literally just say, okay, a household of this size is going to cost you this amount of each month. This is your budget. And we will itemize everything in that monthly budget. And you speak with a lot of passion uh, with us about this subject. So it's something that you've actually yourself have had experience at all sorts of levels within private households. So you know how the butler should run, you know how the nanny should look after the children. So tell us a bit more about the nuances there. So I started out myself, um, my very first job was working for an Italian fashion designer in Bologna, and I lived in with that family for three years. Um, I was only 19 at the time and it gave me a real insight into the world of high net worth because I had the opportunity of traveling all over, um, not only Italy, but abroad with the family because he was very high profile. So I went to catwalk shows. It was a very different lifestyle. I got to travel with their luxury holidays and their holiday homes. And I noticed that um, those kind of families don't have time to take care of certain things. 
And that's where a private PA kind of comes into its own, really. You are managing their lives, really. So I started that a private PA. I worked my way up. I've done butlering courses for formal service. I've worked in informal and semi-formal and formal households. And there is a very, very different expectation between the three of them. Um, and I finished at chief of staff level after 28 years. Yes. And you, you have been known to set up palaces with yes, lots of people in them. And lots sure. Of, Taking lots of... staff out from the UK, particularly in the Middle East, it's very well known that um, with with very high net worth people out in the Middle East, they, they like to recruit staff on annual basis. So they will take teams of staff from the UK, source of staffing here, um, to set up new palaces out there. And then the teams stay out there on an annual basis, an annual contract. So um, let's let's start with you've been recommended to somebody for the unpacking, uh, for the relocation service. Sure. And then obviously relocation leads to unpacking. Yeah. Packing so, and unpacking. So yeah. take us through that process. So basically what will happen is we'll get, we'll, everything that we do is word of mouth. Um, we are highly discreet and we're, you know, we're very um, private in terms of our clients and who they are. Um, so we're always recommended by word of mouth, basically. When an inquiry comes in, Michelle and I will always go out to meet the client. Sometimes we meet their PAs or their EAs because they're not present. Um, and we will go around the house, find out how they live in their current home, what their expectations is for the relocation in their new property. Um, we will put together a plan and a timescale of how long it's going to take, um, the amount of ladies and teams that we will be needing at the other end to do the unpacking and setting up of the the luxury home. Um, it's a process. On average, it can take anything between four weeks and two months on an average relocation. Some of our clients, if it's more detailed and more complex, they can take anything up to six months. So we tend to come on board right at the start. Um, usually it happens that, yes, we'll manage a relocation and our teams will then set the house up from then on, afterwards, anything that comes after that is based on our concierge team. So it could be things like helping with utilities, sourcing private schools, sourcing a luxury car, um, helping with visa applications. That's something that comes after a relocation. Right. And then obviously you then team up with the specialists in those fields we that do. you've built up relationships with. Yeah. So we partner with a number of specialist um, companies, both in removals, both in um, private independent education, um, luxury car companies, as an example, luxury storage for clothing and furniture facilities. We have partners that we work with that if their services are needed, we will introduce them to the client at that point. And obviously... You, because these are kind of mini projects, then you've got the capacity of taking on a number of clients at the same time. And talk us through the team that backs you up in-house, as it were, the, the okay, ones that are so working So we have a concierge you. team of PAs, all have worked within either the EA corporate side of the business or private, private households. Um, and we have a number of um, consultants who kind of have done estate management for us. So if if myself or Michelle are not available for one another job or, you know, a specific client wants somebody to go out and, and have an issue with an estate, we will call upon those consultants to work on our behalf. They they know exactly that there there's only probably five people in the UK um, who's been in the industry for over 20, 30 years at the level that I kind of finished at. I know that I can trust them to do a job on our behalf because they're very qualified. I've worked with them for many years and I trust them implicitly. Um, so if need be, I will call upon those. But our PAs are in-house. They have um, account managers that will deal with specific clients. So they get to know that client very, very well. They know their likes and their dislikes. As an example, where they like to travel for holiday, who they want to travel with. Is it commercial or private jet? So you build up a, over a number of years 
a real rapport with the client. You instinctively know their likes and their dislikes. And that's extremely important because time is of the essence when you're dealing with high net worth people. And then you've got teams of unpackers that you, you can deploy. So if somebody needs to move out of a 20,000 square foot house in Absolutely. three days, yes, we have you team. can pull it off. Sure. So we have a, a national team in the, in the UK specifically. Currently, we run about 75 ladies that work on our behalf. They're all fully trained by ourselves in our in-house procedures. Um, they're, they sign non-disclosures because we work with people in the media, um, people who don't want their private business known to the public. Quite often we'll have a client who's relocating and we will have to wrap the vans because the media are present, take photographs, etc. And they don't want the media know when they're moving home. So we will wrap out the removal company vans, um, which is quite often asked for. Yeah. That's interesting. And uh, I guess what we're talking about is a sort of five-star private house Service. service, isn't it? It is. Exactly how I used to work in private houses is what we expect our girls to, to give our clients when setting up luxury homes. So we will do things like um, steam the bedding before we lay the bed up. Uh, we will use storage facilities, glass jars to replace spice, spices in rather than leaving them there, the, the, the canisters that you buy from a, from a normal shop. Um, general things that you would, you know, just the little details that don't necessarily get done when moving home. You can walk into your house and know that the house is absolutely five-star perfect to be lived in from day one. And how, how many of your clients want this service across homes, jets and, and boats? 90% of our clients have super yachts. Um, the service is slightly different on super yachts because obviously they've been kitted out a specific way. We tend to go in with super yachts and manage their expectations over a number of period of time. So usually if they, their crew are on board initially, if it's the first run out and that boat has been specifically set up by a company, if there's issues then with service or training that needs to be done, we will then go in months later, a year later, just to make things better and, you know, keep keep the staff on their toes, keep the level of expectation to the level that the, the client is is requiring. Um, and there's some v unusual services that you've come across. There's one in particular we discussed about uh, the the storage of clothes in different locations so that if somebody doesn't want to pack suitcases, sure. they can call upon their clothes to be delivered to them. So tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, so a lot of high net worth clients, um, they travel private jet and they don't want to be lugging around suitcases, even though they might have the staff to, to take care of that for them. Um, so what you'll find with a lot of the clients that we deal with, they have um, multiple homes throughout, throughout the world. Rather than having to buy new clothing on arrival or bringing clothing with them, they will purchase a number of clothing items, but in multiple um, numbers. As an example, they might have a, a very specific evening dress that the lady likes to wear. Not only does she buy it for New York, but then she'll have exactly the same dress in London and in Hong Kong and in L.A., and it's put into storage, temperature-controlled storage units. So when they travel from, say, Hong Kong to London and they've got a special event, um, the client will literally go onto her phone or iPad, um, go into her personal inventory, itemize what she's requiring beforehand. Sometimes it's done before they arrive, sometimes when they get here. Um, the clothing is brought out of storage, delivered to their hotel or their property. It's used when they're here. As soon as they leave, it goes back to storage and it remains there. Is there some other services that are really only an ultra well, high network? I mean, example, jewellery, jewellery, loaning of jewellery is very popular. Um, 
within the high net worth field. So you may think that, you know, you've got an ultra high net worth client and they have their own expensive jewelry, but generally what happens is a lot of their jewelry is um, that they, that they appear in public with is, is uh, fake. It's not real jewelry because their own jewels tend to be in safes or banks. Um, but what they may do, they may have a special event as an example, the Met Gala where they go into an event and they want something special. So they will, we will reach out to the jewelry companies, i.e. Boodles who loan them jewelry for the evening so it's presented to them at their location, a hotel. They wear it on the evening and then it goes back into the jewellers the following day. Great PR. Okay. Um, is there anything else that uh, we haven't discussed that you think would be interesting to our listeners that we should touch on? It's a very different world um, when you come into it, you know, particularly as, a, as an employee. Um, it is a lifestyle. It's not a job. It's not a nine to five job. You know, many, many of my clients are expected me to be on call 24-7. I can quite easily be called at two o'clock in the morning because my client is in India and he needs a particular email or a fax being sent. Um, it is a lifestyle. It has it. You know, you see amazing places. You do get to live a luxury lifestyle to a degree. But at the end of the, at the, end of the day, you are there to provide a service. And it's very important to remember that. And if you were to say the sort of three main characteristics that seem to be common amongst your, your clientele, we discussed one is never say no. Never say no to a client. <laughs> Discretion is number one, first and foremost. You know, you, you really do have to be highly discreet if you're going to make any kind of career out of this. Um, having a plan B and C is absolutely paramount because those types of clients do not say, you don't say no to. So if something goes wrong, then they want a solution to that. So it's always great to have a plan B and C. Um, and finally, you know, be confident in your abilities, um, act professionally at all times, because, you know, you are surrounded by people who tend to be extremely intelligent. They're, they're high net worth for a reason. Time is of the essence to these people. The one thing they lack, they can have anything in the world, but they don't have enough time. And we are changing that for them. Excellent. And you have a very fair uh, charging system, which we'll let our listeners contact you directly about. But uh, it's very transparent and very fair. Absolutely. We like to be transparent. You know, when you're dealing with high net with people again, sometimes they can get the, the you know, the wrong end of the ladder. People try it on with them for in terms of they think, oh, they, these are rich people. I'm going to bump my prices at 50 percent. We've not gone down that route. We want to be very transparent. So our prices are on our websites. And whether you're a mother, a single mother in a one bedroom flat who needs unpacking or you're a billionaire, the charge is exactly the same. Fantastic. And the decluttering service is probably the one I'm going to pull on soon some good feng shui to clear the mind. Lovely. Thank you very much. That was really, really interesting conversation. Thanks for listening to the London Property Podcast. Head over to londonproperty.co.uk and subscribe to our newsletter to receive latest updates.